0: the work of strike seven sports by heading to fanatics.com and purchasing officially licensed gear from the nfl the nba and more each purchase made through the text link below goes into the funding of the strike seven sports brand to proceed go to the link strike seven sports.com forward slash fanatics i say again strike seven sports.com forward slash fanatics thank you Yo, what's up? This is your boy Derry Brent here, Strike7 Sports.com. This is another episode of Strike Seven Sports Podcast. Joined by my co-host Brian Potter and the old seaberry. This is another episode of Strike Seven Sports Podcast. So uh, tonight, we're gonna continue our state of the NF- state of the franchise series for the NFL as we kicked off our uh, 2023 season. And tonight we're gonna shift from the Dodge Cowboys to the Tennessee Titans. And to do that, we got the co host and producer of Let's Be Real uh, Media and the uh, Three Hard Away podcast. I would like to welcome Paris P. Shark to the show. What's good, man?
1: What's good, y'all, yeah, man? Appreciate the invite. All right, man. Appreciate it.
0: All right. So we're just going right into it. The off season, you go. Uh, Jeffrey Simmons pretty much shut down every rumor about him getting traded and everybody was making a big old sting about him um, scrubbing his social media. The rumors about Tannehill getting traded, Derry Henry getting traded. That wasn't really none to that. Um, you uh, signed DeAndre Hopkins, that came out of nowhere in my opinion. Wasn't expecting that one. You drafted Peter Peter Skaronsky out of, of uh, I think Ohio State with uh, my Northwestern. You drafted Will Levis. You also take Ty J Spears. So right now, what's your what's your overall vibe of this team?
1: It's pretty good. Um I think going to the offseason, it was very, we was very unsure with the new GM. You just didn't know what he wanted. yeah Did he want just tear it down, reveal? Did he want to still try to compete in the interim while you still had Derrick Henry and Ryan Tannehill on the contract for at least another year? Um, the whole Kevin Byard thing, asking him to take a pay cut. You know, that's a leader, uh, one of our best defensive players, one of the best saf- safeties in the league. Um, but quickly we found out that he made business. He's still trying to at least, uh, Salvage and make something out of this the last year of this core while also simultaneously getting a lot of young players in into the system and get veterans for those players. So that's where the D Hop sign comes to play. You got trading Burks who needs a veteran receiver to kind of take out there yeah. So, uh, yeah, the vibes are really good. I think much better than the last year after the AJ Brown trade. It's this year, it's much better. Yeah, all right.
0: Anything, got the you add to that? Uh, Seabury.
2: D shark my guy. What's going on, man? Really? Good, <laughs> man. Look, I know. I know we're gonna talk about it, but uh, the progression of Malik Willis. Um, I know we gotta we gonna get into that DB, but I just wanted to ask him that: What, <laughs> what do you think? What did you think you saw of his improvements from first year to his second year? From especially like you know preseason line, like from last year playing games to now.
1: He looked way more decisive uh with his read and he looked he went one thing he went through his reads Uh, i did notice that a lot um before he took off running last year he either paused running pause trying to throw the ball or he'll instantly take off running this year i saw him like actively like looking one two three then take off or actually trying to wait wait it out and see with someone come open um other things he still need to work on of course um just throwing the ball like when he throws it he still like a couple his picks he threw it too high to the tight end, which it was, no, tight end, 6'6". Six, six. He probably still should have caught it, but he still threw it about too high. Or the one he threw the last game, we threw it right behind him. And a couple other picks he threw where he kind of gets guessed. Uh, he didn't throw it over the linebacker and whatever. So it's still things he has, of course, he has to improve on. But we knew he was a project, well, most of the fans, most of us, <laughs> you know, people that's, post, most of us knew. The people enough about knew he was the project coming in. Uh, a lot of people want to rest of the process, but it was always a one to two year uh, projection for him. So I did see a lot from him coming from last year to this year. Day I was like, okay, he looks way more comfortable. He he looks like a uh, player who's been in the field what for a year now. All right. What you got, Brian?
3: Yeah. Um. In terms of Malik Willis, I told you he was a project. So he did look better. Um. This preseason, but um. I still think the QB of the future may not even be on this roster, so that's going to be interesting to see. And in terms of the Titans' expectations for this year, um, they should compete for the division, and surely they won't go on a losing streak, assuming Ryan Tannehill is the quarterback for the entire season like they did last year. So this team, in my opinion, is better at least on the offensive side, and defense should still be pretty strong. So. They put it all together. They should be all right.
0: Yep, I agree. All right, so do are there any emerging talents on the Titans roster that we need to pay close attention to the, uh, this season?
1: Emerging, if you already know about him, because he didn't necessarily start in San Francisco, but Aziz, Azee, Aziz, Alshair, the linebacker. Asha-Yer. Yeah, Aziz. Yeah. yeah, he's – He's looks. He looks really good. Like he looked like he could be a Pro Bowl type of linebacker. Um, but of course it's preseason, so follow <laughs> the expectations yeah. right now. But he looks like he might be getting unleashed this year. So I say he's the one because because he never he was never a full time starter in San Francisco. So I say him.
0: Jay Spears. That's a chance that Ty J. Spears could
1: like. Cut into those carries that Derrick Henry used to get. Uh, yeah, I've been, I've been wanting that for years. I've been asking for them to get another running back to kind of just you know, give Derrick Henry a break. <laughs> give him four hundred carries every year and just bet on the carry to load like that. Get another running. Well, it's not even that. Even last year we had Dontre Hillier. We just didn't get him the carries. It's like yeah. actually implement the running back because Dontre Hillier was pretty good last year, but they, you know, they just decided to speed Derrick Henry 30 times a game instead. Uh, Brian, what you got, man?
0: Do LeBron?
2: It's that stratum connection.
0: Oh, okay. Go ahead, see bear.
2: Um, the okay, yeah, time to okay, y'all got Tajay experience. What is y'all like? Like he, he looked really good in uh in the preseason. You know, he had that big run against Minnesota. Uh, um, where yep. he just like man looked like a like a cannon shot of <laughs> like he like shot out a cannon in that game. Um. What is your expectation for him? Like you said, like, he don't, obviously you want him to feed it. He's going to take away some of the carries for Henry, but Henry's still, Henry still going to be our bell cow. What would be a good rookie season for, for Tyler Spears?
1: Good rookie year. For one, him to finish the season. Because, uh, <laughs> of course, his draft <laughs> concerns was he has no ACL. Yeah. No college. Uh So, for him to be healthy the full season would be a success. Um, I'd say to him – I'm trying to – I don't know how to put stats by asking. I'm trying to think what Dontre Hillier had last year. I'd say probably a similar – I don't know Dontre Hill's numbers off the top of my head, but I'd say probably a similar season to what he had last year. Uh Showed a pass, catching ability out of the backfield as another uh safety blanket for Ryan Tannehill as well um, as Texas carries from Derrick Henry and just really just showing showing the same promise he showed in preseason. Okay. Brian, you up now?
3: Yeah, in terms of emerging talent, um, a guy I really, really am excited for is Chig Okonkwo. I think this is his year to really, really make some noise. And, man, I feel like for the Titans offense to take that next level, obviously the receiver, the passing game has to be better. But I think a big part of it would be Chig Okonkwo. If he has a big year, the Titans offense will be tough to stop.
1: Yep. Definitely, and he's another like you said. I'm another emerging talent that that a lot of people probably don't really know about. But he led out Ricky, uh, all Ricky tight ends and receiving yards last year, and that was on like, and he played like 30 percent of the snaps because we kept playing. Sorry, sorry, Jeff Swain for whatever reason. Mm-hmm.
0: All right, all right, man. So last year in the draft, when you made the move to um. Uh, trade A.J. Brown to the to the Philadelphia Eagles decide to replace, replace him with Traylon Burks. We got the extra pick from Philadelphia. Yeah, I mean, to me, he didn't do too bad last year. We battled some injuries. You saw, to me, I saw the potential what he could be, become, but I want to ask you, do you think he's going to be poised, poised enough to be the Titans, the wide receiver one um, going into the future? Like once, you know, DeAndre Hopkins is out of the fold. I
1: know that's not the case right now. Yeah, I think he is. I just, it's the injury thing. It's just him uh, staying healthy for the most part. I'm hoping, and I compare him. I guess it's like he's not as good as AJ Brown, but he could be better than Corey Davis. And Corey Davis battled a lot of injuries. So it's basically like, can you get past what Corey Davis couldn't get past? That was Corey Davis' problem. And why he never probably reached his potential. So, Trading Burks, I think, has shown a little more uh potential, even more potential than uh Corey Davis showed when he was here. So it's just about getting past those injuries. He got hurt again now, but he already he's already back from the injury. So that lets you know he's kind of healing quicker and he's still making hella plays in practice. Yeah. What you got, Brian? Yeah,
3: my uh internet isn't too stable. I'm sorry about that. Um can you feed? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. Go ahead, man. Go ahead, man. It's a stratum, bro. <laughs> University of Memphis. I already know.
3: Yeah. Um, wait, can you? I didn't, I missed the part of what you said before. That's what I was going to be.
0: I asked Is Traylon Burks poised to be the Titans wide
3: receiver one of the future? All right. Yeah, the future. This year, and I think will be perfect for him, just be wide receiver number two. Let D Hop worry about that. D Hop being there will open more opportunities for Burks. Just be the best uh, wide receiver, too, you can be. And that's all the Titans need. And also stay healthy.
0: Okay. So, you see Bear.
3: Yeah. I mean, that's what they
2: draft him to be. They draft him to be the number one receiver of the future. And obviously, probably not of the intermediate future, but of, uh, you know, three, four, four years from now, you expect him to be Traylon Burks. Be that guy that can get you. That's 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 their number one guy. But right now, he's not ready for that. But he could be in the future. He's like like uh like you all. Each of y'all mentioned he's showing flashes of brilliance, but brilliance on the sidelines won't get you anywhere. So my his your, your biggest thing is staying healthy. And once he does that, once he gets his body right. And you know, takes notes from a vet. I'm pretty sure y'all are taking thousands, hundreds of notes probably already from a vet like D Hop who's done it so well for so long. But when he when he get fully gets himself, you know, healthy and his body back in shape, you know, once he's once he's completely healthy, I think he could be a, a force to be reckoned with for sure in the future for the for the Titans.
1: Got any answer that P. Nope. Like I said, uh the future is bright. Just need to. It's just about staying healthy. Uh, not only him, but the whole Titans roster. Just, we had the NFL in the injuries in the last two yeah. years. So.
0: <laughs> so right now, man, you know you got Will Levis, you got Malik Willis, you got Tannehill. Do you think you're a quarter, the quarterback for the Tennessee Titans of the future is on this roster right now, or you be, or you think you'd be looking to next year's draft, whereas supposed to be a bigger crop of quarterbacks, but you know how that change once the season kicks up, everybody
1: change up. I think we want nothing next, we want nothing next year. I think because you drafted with Levis you kept Malik, and you're still developing, basically. So, basically, see how this year goes. Unless we make a miraculous Super Bowl run or something along those lines, Ryan Hill is probably gone, and you're going to look at both of them next year, and it's because you're not going to be bad enough to get those top quarterbacks. And teams aren't bad enough to get those quarterbacks, they ain't trading. <laughs> they ain't nobody yeah. whoever can get Caleb Williams, they traded. <laughs> Even the Cardinals. They probably gonna trade Calder Murray, but they trade. Yeah. The no one pick for K Williams. Uh the guy from North Carolina Drake, Yeah, they they not, you're not gonna be yeah. able to get them. So you basically keep developing, uh trust your development system, which the Titus never really truly develop a quarterback. So this will be new. So hopefully they that, that could change. Um uh, Next year, you see between those two didn't all right, we? We're we no next year, depending on how they develop throughout this house, throughout this season, uh, off season. So and offseason. So Day he'll be back next season. I don't. I like I said, let's be the Super Bowl. I don't. I don't think he's so, a Super Bowl winning quarterback. So,
0: so, so he, let's just say he like turned back the clock to his um off submit days when he was yeah twenty nineteen year like when he was he was on oh, point. Yeah.
1: He's going to go throw, for more. He go throw for more and than he... hundred yards in the playoff game. Yeah, that's true. So he's still <laughs> saying move on. It comes down to the playoffs with him. It's the, yeah. Like I told people, he's not – everybody's like, he's sorry. He's not sorry. He's a great record season, really good record season quarterback. The playoffs are his problem. And three straight playoffs, we saw him, you know, we didn't see nothing. Gotcha. What you got see, Bear?
2: That's fine, too. And that's the thing about this. Titans fans, like you look at Ryan Teddy Hill numbers with the Titans, actually been really good. Like Mm -hmm. I'm actually impressed, but you get to the playoffs, he shrinks, like you said. It's like he shrinks. He gets smaller and smaller and smaller. And it's like you said, Parish, I think the Titans would be more content with letting him go and seeing what they have, like you said, with the Willis or Levis. Their ceiling may be higher than this guy, even though you got to, like you said, Perry. You got to an AFC Championship game. You got that largely because Big De- Dig De- Henry's two mm-hmm. legs, like, like he was running. Like that might be one of the best postseasons of running backs had that we've seen in a while in terms of their 2019 run. So, like you said, what do you think is going to be the difference? Okay, you, you, we obviously can't leave, look. Uh, for, we can look a uh, off season ahead with this. What do you think? Is gonna be the difference maker in between like Willis and Levis. And ultimately, who do you think ultimately gets that job? Like, do you think what show if you had to look a year ahead? If
1: I had to predict, I would say Will Levis mainly because we ran Carton's new GM, and that's who he drafted. John John, uh, John Robinson drafted Malik Willis, so I think Will Levis is gonna to have the to upper edge, no matter what. Even Malik Willis does show like his full potential and like outplays him. Uh, but I think Will Davis has to It's going to have to build a shot and he probably will do enough To win a job Oh Yeah Brian uh, Leah if you want to say so you can go, can go. Yeah
3: so, hey, go ahead. I'm just
2: I'm stunned Like like nobody believes him Nah in what we live. I'm a
1: league Willis fan But I just I'm just <laughs> You know how I'm the logistics the of this works Yeah Yeah Okay
2: <laughs> DB what you think about that? Man, he got
0: a point. Man, you you, you know how it is, man. Um, he didn't draft that guy. He didn't draft. Believe it was that was John. Like I said John Robinson's guy. Come pretty much coming from a different regime, man. Yeah, they want Um, uh, he picked Will Levis. So, I mean, it got they got the to me. They should just let it go. Put out the training camp to see how it's gonna play out, but. It's probably going to favor Willis or well, Will Levis. What you got, Brian?
3: Um, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see. I think right now I'll probably get the edge to Will Levis. But depending, I think, look, I don't think they get Caleb Williams or get a shot at the number one or two. But I think if the Cardinals, for some reason, that's what I think will be the worst team in the NFL. Their GM came from the Titans. So we, yeah. we've traded, I think we've traded them or done business with them before. So I think we if we offer the we'll take it will have to be the best offer because they're not gonna just give you um that number one pick for nothing. You better give them the best offer. I think we can get that. So there's a chance that the QB may not even be on this roster. But if I had to choose to
0: Doing froze up again. You know, WiFi. Yeah, I know. Say that, see Nah, I mean, pretty much. It. I just feel like
2: hey, he back, like man. Guy. he back, man. He back. There you okay, go. go
3: ahead, yeah, I started talking that I see see you guys, man. I gotta get it. I'm gonna have to get a better spot, but um, I basically was saying, um, with uh Malik Willis that. He kind—I'm of, not saying he's gonna be this good, but Tim Kelly had similar success with a guy like Deshaun Watson, and so if ultimately Malik Willis is the best fit for that offense, I can see him being the guy moving forward. But I'll believe it when I see it. I think Will Levis will probably be the QB next year. Um, but the I, I, one thing about Tannehill, if Vrabel and Co wants to win and yeah. If they feel like Tannehill gives them the best shot to win, done, I can see him being back for one more year. Unless if he gets a better opportunity elsewhere, and there's also a slight chance he could get traded. He and Derrick Henry probably won't happen, but I could see them getting traded at the uh trade deadline if the right deal comes and if the Titans just if they're not winning a lot and the um the GM and Fravor like we might as well just move on start looking towards the future. And take the best deals we can get for these two, or those two.
0: see Barry, I did
2: that. My thing is this though: they had planned to move on from Derrick Henry. I feel like they should have did it now, like where they could get more value. Like, cause when you halfway, you are gonna get more value, cause he's already a rental at this point. He's a one year. He has one. If I'm not mistaken, he has one year left from his contract. Yep. If they if they didn't feel like he wasn't a part of the future, why would they not move Derrick Henry now? Cause there was a way when people talking
1: about that. Yeah, I think Derrick Henry is gonna retire. Retire. I think. Um, cause think about the really? running back. Think about the running back market. I don't. Nobody else is gonna pay him <laughs> more than what the tires are gonna pay him. Oh. Like, cause he can't. Cause he's not a cat. He's not a pass catcher. Yeah. And they, they barely trying to, play, and they barely try to play cook probably best like that. So <laughs> he's not gonna get a bigger contract than he's going to probably get from the Titans. So they probably gonna take good care of him and he's gonna finish out his career. That's my okay. prediction. So you think
0: he'll stay or retire a retired Titan, you know, probably release and retire, right?
1: Mm-hmm. No team will have interest in, not even Dallas. That teams have interest in them, but I just think if he think about the running backs and them having that zoom call and them wanting to be valued, yeah. them wanting money, nobody's gonna offer him what the Titans would give him. I believe the Titans okay. will go ahead and stand them out like 10 mil a year or whatever in the franchise career.
0: Okay. That's awesome. it's possible. All right. So close it out, man. I'm gonna look at y'all's uh playoff chances, man. And to me, in my opinion, I think y'all are players. Y'all I got to have y'all as a playoff team over teams like um, the Jets, the Chargers, um, the Chargers, Denver Broncos, the Raiders. And I say that because I, I looked at y'all schedule, I did a season preview on y'all, and um, my season preview series, but Titans. And I looked at y'all schedule, like, I would say five or six times. I'm just looking at y'all, y'all play the NFC South, y'all division Along with the New Orleans Saints, the NFC South is one of the, they haven't ranked this like one or two of the worst divisions in, in the league this year. So I'm thinking if y'all could get, y'all can go three and one against the NFC South. Y'all might even beat the Saints if the Saints' offensive line ain't up to par. Um, You, you play, y'all division is bad because you got two rookies starting, court, starting quarterbacks, supposedly. And if you go three and one against the NFC side, or even four and zero, oh, you win. You beat uh Jackson. you, go, you split with Jacksonville. You beat um uh, Indianapolis twice. Beat Houston twice. That's like five games. Plus the four games against the NFC side. That's nine, eight, probably eight nine games. And you play um uh, Cincinnati, um uh, Charges. They come to to, to Nashville on it from that uh, West Coast trip and this. They say well. West Coast teams struggle when they at 12 o'clock time slot. So I'm thinking if y'all can steal one of those games, that should give y'all a double-digit winning season in the, in the playoff spot. So what do you think
1: about that? Or you think it's going to be harder than what it is? That's about not, not exactly the way you said, like going undefeated against the NFC South. And, you no, know, yeah. because we we tend to lose a game we're supposed to lose every year. We, <laughs> we lose to, to Texas at home. We We do something like that every year. But we also beat a team we were supposed to beat, which could be a Ravens in London type, you know. So, yeah. I still, I think um, 10, that's why I probably got us about 10 and 7, 9 and 8-ish. Um, that really injuries. My thing is injuries. If we stay healthy, I think we can get to maybe 11 wins. But I don't trust we're going to stay healthy. <laughs> so, <laughs> 10 is where my cap is at. Possibly 9. Um, and, yeah, I think uh, I'm thinking about same lines as you. Uh, fun, fun fact, though, I think the Chargers, if I'm mistaken, I don't think we beat the Chargers in Nashville. It's been a long time. I think they're, like, on a mean winning streak in Nashville, specifically, when they come to play Tennessee in Nashville. We haven't beat them at home in a long time. Okay. What's up, Brian? What you got? No, yeah. you know, never mind. We did beat them. Uh, yeah, I
3: was going to say. We beat them we, the other
1: year. Uh, I, we stopped thinking about y'all.
3: We finally ended it.
1: You finally uh, yeah, We snapped it. Yeah. yeah. The 2019. Uh, yeah, youth.
3: I agree. In the range seven, uh, and between seven and eleven wins, I think that's what they can do. Uh, like I said, that win our losing streak last year was an anomaly. That ain't gonna happen again. Just whether um, they can stay healthy, um, and whether they just this new offense to me will be the breaking point because I believe the defense will be good. The kicking game iffy, but I think will be solid. So the question is, how good can this offense be? If this offense can be a top 10, top 15 offense, then I think this team can get to 11 wins. If the offense doesn't really make um, many steps in progress, then they're going to be probably eight, nine wins. But I I just look at the NFC South, or AFC South, it's a check. It's a check. And so, I mean, Jacksonville, even though they are toughest competition, we make a few more plays in that game last year. We're, we're in the playoffs. So. Oh,
1: the referees. Yeah. <laughs> <The> fumble. <laughs> yeah. Pay, yeah. So. <laughs>
3: yeah. Uh, that's why Jacksonville, and I think they'll be better, but I think the times will be better too, and it's going to be an interesting battle to see who wins it. But it's any – any between any of those two teams so can win the South. you
2: man cuz i got a question for you i'm ask your opinion Brian. look realistically what what is if you what would be the record that you think would would be you know no 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 before i get to record prediction record wise people aren't talking about this but Mike Vapor, you know he hadn't made the playoffs recently everything People would talk about him like he's just some elite coach that never could get on a hot seat or anything. Cause do we anybody ever hear about Mike Rabel? Is this an important year for him? Like maybe he's just gonna stick through all the mess and everything. Maybe he's <laughs> just good. He's just a, in, in, impenetrable. What do you think about that, Pesh? I asked you mean, about that.
1: He hadn't done anything until the seven game lose streak last year. So <laughs> to that point, now nah, I think so to your But to your point though, if he were to have a losing another year, seven and ten this year. That think going to next season, hot seat potential, especially with a new GM. But yeah, that's pretty much what it's going to take. Because even last year, it's like you had all the injuries uh, that went along with it. But my main thing last year and why he probably should get a lot of heat is keeping Todd down there as the offensive coordinator. Like, that was the main thing. When he kept him the whole season, when he kept him, period, offseason, then he kept him the whole season. <laughs> like, he stays low, He's loyal to the and That's his problem. So I'm glad he did move past that this offseason, but he need to learn that loyalty. It's it stopped. It's not good business. And like I, I was ready to fire him. I was ready to fire him if he had brought Todd down a back.
3: It's kind <laughs> of funny. You know it's funny when you mentioned that his replacement, Tim Kelly, who was with him in Houston. Houston and a man. lot of mm-hmm. Titans fans wanted an out someone from a different organization. But I do think Tim Kelly's a good OC. Um, but yeah, Ray Bull should not be fired anytime soon. He, he's one of the best coaches in the NFL. I always look at it this way. If you fire your coach, if he gets another job that off season, or if it's up to him, he may take the year off, then that tells you, you have a really good coach. So he shouldn't be fired. That being said, um, this is a big year for them. Um, I think this last year with probably Tannehill, maybe Henry. So let's see what you can do with this and also the changes he made on the staff let's see um if that works so i don't think he should be fired but i think he could be on the hot seat going into next year and um yeah and also if we want to develop a young qb is he the best coach for that i don't know Mm -hmm. and so that's something you also have to look at too yeah
0: yeah it's true um I just mean, think y'all have a, have a good year, man. There's a lot of people, they're not talking about the Titans, man. They're talking about Jacksonville. They're talking about Jacksonville. They're talking about the Chargers. That who, who I think I got a, a unproven coach. You know, they have all the talent in the world, but never seen to put it together. Regardless of who the coach is out there, it's just never been a consistent franchise. You know, they're talking about – Maybe Denver could go in and do this. I'm just like, I don't know. I just, Titans yeah. have done it before. So, I guess we're kind of like leading toward y'all as a playoff team. And just based on y'all record, y'all schedule, man, just pretty light to me. So, we'll see how it play out, man. All right, we're going to close it out on this. Look could the folks find you out on social media and, and um your content and stuff like that, man. Right?
1: Yeah, man, you can find me on Twitter, Twitter or X, what it's called now. X, oh, yeah, my bad. Yeah, X. Right. point. <laughs> Yeah, you can uh, follow me at Dewine D-A-O-N-E underscore P Shark. Um, also on Instagram the same uh Dewine underscore P Shark as well as uh X and TikTok and Instagram at LPR underscore media, that's where uh let's be real, sports podcast. Uh this podcast I'm over host uh, with the my five my crew of five guys, uh Tail Trevor, Scala, and cheaty mm-hmm. And of course we got two other podcasts on that work, three the hard way and uh the jeans report. So uh you yeah, check us out over there. And of course, I'm a part of Blessed to meet you. So you'll see you all day on my regular content, the one underscore P Shark. Uh on the Memphis Hustle report over there.
0: Okay. All right, man. All right. So that's all we have for y'all for right now. Give us a like, comment, subscribe to the channel, let us know how you feel. This is this through Apple, Spotify. It's a five-star rating. Leave a review. If listen listen, talk about anything we're talking about tonight. Check out our style at for slash content on the NFL, the NBA, and much more. Have a blessed night. Peace. We out.